Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two Bros, One Cast, the podcast that covers budget gaming deals, our new game purchases, and occasionally some current gaming news and releases. This week, the show is brought to you by our Patreon producer, Jamika Taylor, and we are going to be talking about Apex Legends Season 5. What? <laughs> that kind of <laughs> snuck up on me. And we have a special secret topic of the show that we'll get to at the end. So, all right, but first, before all that, I am Tyler Kuchka, father of one, and I've been a gamer pretty much my whole life. I'm into MMOs and RPGs, and man, do I love hunting platinums in my spare time. As always, alongside me today is my co-host, Brandon, a.k.a. Be Nice, who is a major Apex Legends fan, major correspondent, as we move into Season 5 here of Apex Legends. And he also runs the ever-growing YouTube channel, Facts No Printer, where he covers all things music and pop culture related! Yeah, ah! buddy! What's up? What's up? What's up, man? How you okay. doing? Pretty good. Before all that, we are not joined by friend of the show, Garrett. He is sleeping because he worked last yeah. night. I believe it. Yep. So I'm gonna take Sounds this, about right. I'm going to take this moment to introduce the beer of the show, Bud Light Orange. What? Intriguing. That looks kind of good. Actually. It tastes like Orange Crush. <laughs> really? Yeah. But it's alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Intriguing. Intriguing. It's, pretty, it's pretty darn good. You piqued my interest. <laughs> I, as as this new segment is like progressing and evolving, I'm trying out all these new beers. And I was yeah. going through the grocery store and I saw this Bud Light variety pack. It has Bud Light right. Lime, Bud Light Lemonade, and Bud Light Orange. And by far, okay. this is my favorite out of the three. They're all you know pretty what? good, but this is I believe it. I definitely believe it. Yeah. Orange is orange just has like this um this special taste to it that just makes it so refreshing. Right. Like, you know, lemon and lime, like it has a refreshing part of it, but something about orange, man, something about orange that gets you going. Oh, yeah. Like, it, I love it. I love it. It is perfect. It, it goes perfectly with the Bud Light. I love it. I already, this is the last one. I've been saving it for a week. Ah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to drink it on the show. For sure, but, for uh, sure. That's dope, man. That's oh, dope. my God. What I, I got to try it. I gotta what try. is going on here? We can't live like this. That's it. Hang where, on. Where, where are you going? All right. We're back. We're back in action. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The baby. Yeah, you got to keep that in there. The you baby that in there. likes Go to ahead knock stuff over. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, no. Yeah, I'm, not, I I'm not cutting that out. This is live. This is raw. This is real. Yeah. You know? Turn up. We ain't out here cutting stuff out, you know? For sure. I dropped the iPad twice last week. I left that in, you know? Yeah, oh yeah. And look true. at this thing. Still kicking. Fantastic. Still Love kicking. It. Let's let's get it. <laughs> man, dude, what's been up with you this week, man? Not much. Not a lot. I'm not, not gonna not lie. We much, started watching this sure. show called Waco. I don't oh know yeah, yeah, I heard, I heard, I've heard of it. Yeah, on it's, Netflix, it's pretty good. It's about that uh, the Branch Davidian cult in Waco, Texas. Hence the name okay. Waco. And uh -huh. uh, man, it's weird stuff. Um, hmm. Like it, it's it's kind of like a pseudo cult type thing. For sure. The, you know, they talk about it a little bit in the show. How it, you know, is it really a cult? Are all religions cults? But. You got to see it. It's weird. This guy's got, he's into polygamy. He's got a bunch of wives. Okay. Children. They're all sure. held up in this church prayer center and they all have guns and it's, it's crazy. It's intriguing. It's crazy. Intriguing. I might have to look into it. You know, uh, fun fact, I almost went to Baylor yeah. uh, University, which is in Waco. Uh, yeah, because I was like really? when I was in high school. Yeah. When I was in high school, I was heavily contemplating doing, um, uh, like some some branch in the military yeah. and they have a uh an army program there for uh healthcare professionals hmm. and so i was going to try to do physical therapy in uh in college and do it in the military as well so that's a fun little fun fact for the show because i baylor was like one of my favorite universities uh in high school right yeah. it's so this show is interesting because it's it's like the fbi fighting with itself Half of the hmm. FBI wants to be like more militaristic and use uh, like big shows of force, and the other side wants to like ration with people and try to talk them down. And it's a lot of the reason why I like Mindhunter because they were like trying to talk them down, mm. work with them, you know, connect sure. with them on a psychological level. But for sure, so it's it's cool. And then, so and then you have the a, the ATF; they're just a bunch of, of baboons, you know, mooning kids and it's, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. 
but intriguing. Uh, what have you been up to? So I, uh, let's see. Nothing. Been playing my Switch. Yeah. Uh, I have been trying to uh, figure out like this, like what I want to eat, <laughs> like how how I want to do like my macros and all of that good stuff. So I've been doing a lot of research on. Um, just like what's popping in 2020 as far as like dietary uh, standards and everything like that. And everything that I keep turning back to uh, keeps telling me that intermittent fasting and yeah. eating a high protein, low carb diet is like the best way. That's funny and, you mentioned that because I was just saying, I was telling Ashley, I'm probably yeah. going to start doing that. I'm going to just kind of like Joe Rogan does, I'm going to just cut out breakfast. Yeah. Fast, I'll go from, you know, dinner all the way to lunch and then eat. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So like, I'm just like trying to figure out like what will work best for me, especially with me being on this night on the night schedule. Yeah. Uh, just trying to figure it out and try to get healthy because, uh, the, the more and more that I'm, uh, around a lot of these, uh, these patients with the virus, the more I'm realizing that there's like a lot of common, uh, factors with the people who are suffering from it. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with, uh, underlying, uh, illnesses and stuff like that so like i'm like trying to conceptualize like what would be the best plan for me as far yeah. as longevity to maintain a healthy weight and a healthy body and everything like that it's so. funny too they're seeing obesity is really a major factor in this 100 people are being hit 100%. Really, really hard and i was i was 100%. talking to some people at work about it the other night and they're like yeah it's just more tissue for the virus to replicate and you know mm -hmm. we don't know exactly how it works but it it mm -hmm. you already overstress your body with all the additional weight and it, it sure. makes it harder for your lungs to expand and get good airflow and then you get this bad virus that attacks that and then it yeah yeah and when you look at the people who have the virus those are like i would say probably about 60 or 70 percent of the people who have it are those who have too much weight yeah uh, that are on the obese end like they're and and the ones who suffer from the worst are the ones that are morbidly obese yeah Life. And that's not to say we're not putting everyone all, in all one basket. You know, there's you could, for sure. There's always uh, exceptions for every rule, but that's for sure a major fact. That's what they're seeing is yeah, hypertension, is, yeah. Uh, all of that good stuff. And and the, and the crazy thing is, like for a lot of these people, um, a lot of them are dialysis patients too. Mm -hmm. uh, so they have like some kidney issues, or they go into acute uh, renal failure, and that's something that I've been seeing a lot with these patients. And the sad part is, um, because the virus affects the body so crazily, uh, it causes them to uh, to clot, uh, even if they're on like uh, Coumadin and all of that good stuff. So like we had a few patients who have dialysis catheters and all of that, and they've had to get them switched out numerous times because they keep clotting because their body just wants to clot, clot, clot. And that's what becomes super dangerous with yeah. this virus is because it's causing them to stroke out or have like some type of PE and all of that stuff. So it's just, it's just great. It's crazy. And uh, once we get past this, I just really want to be able to go to the gym and do what I got to do yeah. to I, th I, I keep saying I'm yeah. going to start, but I, I think I'm going to just start with stuff at home. You know, if I get up in the morning, do some push-up sit-ups, yeah. run around the block with the dogs, mm -hmm. it's better than nothing. And then it, yeah. maybe I'm going to cancel my other gym membership and just get a yeah. anytime fitness or not. For sure. Planet For fitness. Sure. Yeah. Just whenever I can go, I'll go. and that Yeah, it's cheaper too. $10, yeah. $10 versus, Especially know. if I don't have the time to regularly go, it's... Mm -hmm. It's a waste why, of money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well... With the Brooklyn, delay. It's so it's so irregular whenever I'm able to go or whatever else I've got going on. I feel like I got a million different balls. I'm, I'm over here juggling. I got the laundry room. Yeah, I got my yeah. work schedule. Whoa. Look at that. I yeah. got the garage. <laughs> Look at that. I got that one going too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And it's funny because I had to delay the podcast because I really wanted to make sure I got my workout done before I I did this because, you know, these podcasts, they take, they take some time, about an hour, give or take, you know. Uh, and so it's, 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 you got to make exercise a priority and like, for sure. And that's for sure. where I fail. Cause I, mm -hmm. I never prioritize that first anymore. I used to, yeah. and that's how you're yeah. supposed to do it. And that's how you get right. things done. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it is what hey, it is. It is what it is. You know what? I'm, I'm trying to get it done. I've only miss one day since i started like my 30-day challenge for this thing i just got to figure out what to eat so yeah. 
I, I, I'm leaning more towards the higher protein, lower carb type of stuff. So um, I went to Aldi. They have like this uh, zero net carb bread that I bought. Um, so it's like nine carbs on the bread, 40 calories per slice. Uh, that and then just like uh, trying to cut out like all the junk that I've been eating. And, you know, with our profession, people bring in food every night. Yep. Uh, That's <laughs> so what I've like noticed that, too. Now that yeah. I'm working through to 11s, I'm like, hey, I'm, I got my little lunch. I'm going to eat a little bit and I'm good. And mm-hmm. then day one, they bring in meatheads and they bring in Jimmy John's yep. and they bring in yep. it. I'm like, oh my God, we got four boxes of donuts. <laughs> wow. Yep. Oh yep. my. Yep. Whoa. Yep. So, yeah. So, yep. You know, just discipline is like the number one thing discipline and then holding yourself accountable. Yep. Um, so, you know, with this whole like just quarantine crap, it just makes it really, really hard to do what you want to do. But when hopefully when everything opens back up, we'll start to normalize everything and then I'll be able to get back into the to the gym the way that I want to get back into it. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, Brandon. So I've been looking at things. I saw a couple snaps. It okay. dawned on me. Apex is the new season is here. Yeah. Did yeah. It, 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 can't, did, it did come out of nowhere. I heard like it came out. Last I don't know night. if it's just because, Yesterday. yeah, on the 12th. So I don't know, yeah. it's a little time capsule so you guys know when we recorded this, but I didn't realize it was coming up so fast. Did you? Oh, yeah. It was coming up. Everybody knew about it, but I didn't hear mm-hmm. much about leaks or anything. I don't know if I'm just like unattached to the community you're right un- now. You're, un- you're unattached because there's been numerous loads of information for like the past month or so about what they were going to do. It's crazy. How many games it's, have you played? It's crazy. Uh, I played a few matches yesterday, but like I was just like kind of I was exhausted uh, just yeah. from like running around and everything like that. But I played a few games. I actually did play with Lova for a little bit. So uh, uh, this season is really interesting, dude. Like I, I would say that yeah. they definitely reworked a lot of stuff. And I so, think it's for the better. So I just went through better. and looked through like the briefest of the brief, you know, trying to see for sure. what was going on at, at a real high level. Mm-hmm. Number one, Loba, new class. So right, we, yeah. it's obvious what they're doing now. They're being super obvious with their classes. So I'm curious mm-hmm. to see what's going to come out in season six, but it, it's one class or one legend again. How do you feel about that? Yep. I'm fine with that. You can't change the meta too much. If you add multiple people, it's just going to do so, so many different things to the way that they want the game to be. And then there's just too many moving variables. But I will say that, yeah, even though they added one legend because they reworked Mirage, mm-hmm. they gave Which, a complete rework of him. Yeah. So it's almost like you got two different legends now. Right, right. And so we- that is that alone is like pretty crazy because Mirage is now a viable character so- in uh, in this season once we we'll get to him in a minute but why don't we for just sure. touch on the rest of loba's abilities go ahead. go ahead so for one her tactical burglar's best friend yes, teleport sir. to hard to reach places or escape trouble uh quickly by throwing your jump drive bracelet yeah that's similar that's, cool. that's similar to a pathfinder type mobility you know throw essentially it yeah a little bit either different that, the way that is it works, that but. and uh octane too you can you can kind of think of it as like an octane jump pad yeah uh but uh, like just jumping on that a lot of people say that she's very similar to a character in overwatch i've never played overwatch so uh i don't really know but everyone is saying that essentially her whole ability is this one character in overwatch's really ability yeah so that's kind of Do you know what that character's name is I, I have no, I have no idea, but it's a lady. It's a lady uh, in Overwatch. Yeah, it's a, it's a lady in Overwatch. Uh, I, I really don't know the name, but I would really, uh, like, let's see, Overwatch Loba. Let's see. Uh, so there's Tracer, Genji, Widowmaker, Symmetra. Sombra. They said uh, Valorant is Valorant. the name. Yeah, yeah Valorant or whatever. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull up a picture over here. I'm not seeing it. Well, that's... or or is or is Valorant a game? Uh, I don't know. Oh, Sombra, Sombra, Sombra. Okay, Sombra. Yeah, she has her. a she has a translocator in uh, everybody. A translocator. This is Sombra for you. Intriguing. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're saying that she's like she's pretty much the same character. Okay. Character. They have the uh, her ultimate is black market uh, bouquet. Yeah. Plays a portable device that allows you to teleport uh, nearby loot to your inventory. Each friendly or enemy legend can take up to two items. So yeah, that's like, pretty cool. Like that's if you're cool. like if you're going through, uh, 
I don't even know. One like, like if you were going through Market or Skull Town, you drop it down, you would get all the loot from that area in that. Well, you got it. You, you need to know that uh, Skull Town is no more. I that yep. We're gonna get there. <laughs> I'm just that's oh, why that yeah, one jumped yeah. into my mind. I'm like, ah, this is nuts. Yeah. Um, so so essentially, like I I've been a witness to it. Like I played a, a duos with a guy last night. He was uh, Loba, and I was um I was Bang. Yeah. And actually, we would have probably won that match if the storm didn't kill us. Um. But it it was pretty Died dope. Uh, so, oh, God. so her ultimate, pretty much, she has like this little cool ass staff yeah. with a wolf head on it. She drops it down, and oh. essentially, yeah, dude, the range is like <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy for the range on it. Uh, but essentially, like if there's like a whole bunch of death boxes and all that stuff around, like you can see all the loot that is in there. So it works. And, it works off a radius, not off an area. So if you drop yeah, it in off, an area, off of a radius, okay. Yep. Okay. So pie pie yeah. chart and then around it, all that good stuff. Um, but it it's pretty cool. And so like that can change a whole bunch of stuff. So like let's say uh there are some death boxes in the in the storm that are uh gold mm-hmm. and you you don't want to go into the storm because it's like the second round of the storm and it hurts a little bit more. You yeah. throw that down, you can essentially get all the loot that's in the area. So that's I was like, awesome. dude, this this is wild. So Did that is work crazy. On death boxes? Yeah, it works on death boxes, any loot, any loot any loot wow yeah dude it is, it's cra- it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy and we did that last night and i was like this is game changing right here because like there are a lot of people that would go into the storm like they'll use a wraith porter to go into the storm and then try to loot real quick and then go right. back out and heal but you don't even have to take any damage with this that's the only awesome. back, awesome. yeah the only backside of this is like when you do drop it drop it down into the midst the of only light. backside oh i see what he did yeah. talk about loba <laughs> <laughs> she's bigger than the snicker she's wow. bigger than the snicker man Woo. uh but yeah so uh the only <laughs> the only downfall to that is that when you do throw the staff down you can see like a, a blue bean go up kind of like uh like when you activate a respawn beacon oh, okay so like, they know you kind of you're doing yeah they know where they know where it's at that's why yeah, it mentions but, friends or enemies interesting yeah but it's pretty dope it's dope it is so cool but you can only get two things out of it so if you need light ammo you can get light ammo or if you want to um like a mastiff or something like that you can grab a mastiff uh so that's pretty dope and then her passive it has the same range as the as yeah eye for quality it has the same range so you can like literally see good loot through the loot bins and stuff like that and through houses and so she can literally look around see something and instead of Mm -hmm. running to get it drop the staff down and suck it up Oh, you can do that, or you can just see where it's at and then go grab yeah. it. Yeah, because like you can well, see. Just, like, I'm just thinking, like your example, mm-hmm. if you were right on the edge of the ring, mm-hmm. you could see yeah. through walls outside of the ring, see right. what you want, drop the staff, take it instead and, of and making a blind it. guess, dropping the staff, possibly wasting it. Exactly. That's cool. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, let's say there's a, a purple backpack in the loop bin. You can see the purple backpack sitting in the loop bin. You can see a helmet. You can see gold. Uh, you can see like all the hop ups and all that stuff. That's cool. It, it, That's cool. It, 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 it's legit. She she is um she's pretty legit. Plus her her voice is like really really nice. It's very soothing. I so like her. Now, going back to something you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. they updated Kings Canyon. Mm-hmm. What the heck? They got rid of. So, uh, Skull Town? Yeah, Skull Town and Thunderdome, which is like ah. when when I first started Why playing Apex. I don't know, dude. But they like that like was the two like best areas. Those were my it, yeah, that was the biggest point of interest, but they, they changed it off. So they added uh salvage, uh and then uh the broken see, coast. Yeah, and offshore ridge. Yeah, uh, offshore rig, I'm sorry. So those those are pretty cool. Those are pretty cool. Um, so how does will, the map feel? It, lo- it looks like they took a, a big, massive chunk of the map. Does it feel it, like there's a chunk missing? It, or it's, it's it still so playable? Different. It, it feels like a different place, but it's extremely playable. Um, essentially, you huh. know how uh, in last season when they introduced the uh, – what, what was the one? The uh, Man, I, I am drawing a blank on uh, World's Chewbacca. Edge. <laughs> not Chewbacca, uh, but the uh, you know Solo. the Earth Eater, the Earth Eater thing, whatever they they put oh, down. Oh yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of felt like that, but okay. this is like a hundred times better because there's actually like pretty decent loot, and you know it's literally like um, dropping that repulsor or something like that. So so now it, it's dope. 
they said that they're gonna have this open for the first two weeks of the patch, or, mm-hmm. or so the people can season. get so people can get used to it. But then, what are they doing? They said they're adding it to the map rotation. They're rotating through maps now, or yeah, yeah, they did. They started doing that last season. Uh, so I know before. they did the the fifty fifty split. Is that what they're doing again this time? Yeah, yeah, with World's Edge and this. Okay. So, uh, but it because they changed so much on this map, they want people to be able to experience it without feeling like, oh, we got to go back to the other part. We like instead of making it switch, it just makes more sense for everybody to just keep dropping on Kings Canyon every match so they can get used to it and then go back to World's Edge, back yeah, into the rotation. Yeah, so yeah. you got an hour and a half on, on King's Canyon and an hour and a half on World's Edge. So it, it, it makes it it makes it better so you an can get familiar with everything. Yeah, that's how long the um the rotations are. Okay. So like for like every uh, it switches every every hour every hour really? or so. Yeah. So like when you start you can drop on you drop on King's Canyon or whatever time you log in. For that hour and a half or whatever time you log on, the only map that you could drop on. So why did they do for, that? Because when I stopped because playing, so was- many, yeah, because so many people want Kings Canyon. They wanted Kings Canyon to be a part of the map rotation. They wanted to have a choice, but instead of making people choose choice, between, it's- yeah, they just do a rotation because they still don't have like that huge player base yet. Yeah. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to cut out on people just only trying to drop on Kings Canyon and then people only trying to drop on World's Edge. So what they what they're doing is they're just trying to do something that's going to make both sides of the uh, the coin happy and keep retention, player retention. So that that's why they're doing it like that. Huh. That's so once you, yeah, because when you introduce in, a new map. It's interesting thinking about our old videos because yeah. we had that one video, Kings Canyon versus World Edge. Mm-hmm. And it still gets comments and views to this day. Yeah. And people are suddenly have started commenting Kings Canyon is trash, like yeah. <laughs> fighting it, but, angry about it. Yeah. Like, well, where's this yeah. coming from? <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, is because like a lot of the a lot of the players that are starting to come over, they don't know Kings Canyon. Right. From the exactly. First, from the so very first thing. So that, all they know is World's Edge. That would explain but the OG, why we're getting the hate. Yeah. 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 But the OG players, they know Kings Canyon. And when World's Edge came on, it was like, oh, what's this? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it, it makes it different, but it also makes it interesting and it keeps it from being stale at the same time. Right. So they can play around with two maps at the same time and not have it be just this uh, this cluster crap of like you don't get a choice. They're trying to make it so that both sides are happy so that people can, you know, stay engaged with the game. Hmm. Plus, they added a uh, quest and all that good stuff too now. So it's kind yeah. Of cool. What's the deal with the quest? I was looking into that. It didn't so, really have too many details. It it just says literally there's yeah. going to be a season quest, the broken ghost, the season yeah. long search for the mysterious relic. Yeah. So my whole thing with that is I think they're trying to take a piece out of Fortnite's book because uh, on Fortnite, like they had like little things like that where you would drop and then you'll find like little little hidden pieces like, oh, drop here and get the hidden piece. And then it's, it all it is, is it adds on to your XP that you're gaining. Yeah. Uh, but on this is like you, you go to a certain spot or like one per day and you find like this like little treasure thing. And the goal is for you to be able to get all of them throughout the season so that you can get better loot. So essentially, that's what it is. It's just like hidden lore in the game. It, okay. it makes it kind of cool, but okay. nothing too that's, crazy. That's cool. They have a new season four tab. Yeah, that's fine. You're able to reconnect to the game now if you're disconnected. Mm-hmm. That's cool. yeah, that good. Yeah, feature. that's clutch for that's clutch for like um that's clutch for like uh like ranked. Yeah, because a lot of people have disconnect issues because their whether their internet is super laggy or whatever. Yeah. but it allows them to to jump back into a game in the same position that they're in. But if they are killed when they reconnect, then it is what it is. Uh, so yeah, it it, it makes it, it's kind of iffy, but you know that's something that they want to yeah. play around with. I, little, I don't think it's going to be something that's going to stay. My instant thought is how players are going to try to exploit that, especially mm-hmm. with ranked. Like if they see a group coming, can they disconnect and then reconnect yep. after they think the group has passed? Yeah, but they'll get a penalty. They'll still get a penalty, and so will the person. uh, For disconnecting? Let's say you, me, and uh, Cormac are playing, and uh, Cormac disconnects, right? Yeah. And so you and I are sending this match like, damn, he he disconnected. We might as well leave. If we leave, we get a penalty because he still has the opportunity to come back. So that kind of, that kind of like throws, throws it off a little bit, but it still works. Yeah. 
it, yeah. we'll see how it goes. It's probably a better yeah. idea to have a reconnect option in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sucks. Like I've had that issue in the past with WoW, where it's like I'm running through a dungeon mm-hmm. and I disconnect for whatever reason, and yep. I log right back on and I'm already kicked out of the group. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so I mean, that's kind of cool. It, it we'll, we'll see how it goes. I, I've never had any issues with disconnecting. Well, I have, but it hasn't been like too too crazy. Yeah. It's usually on other PS4 is usually pretty stable. Yeah. For sure. For uh, sure. Let's see what else here. So moving bundles. forward, legend updates. Well, we can t- talk about bundles. So what yeah, is that? So, it's just going to be including three items in the store. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the one that I did see that was active this week was the one with Rafe enter the void. So when Rafe had her whole like little event and everything like that, she had um, like you can get the void walker skin, her little bobblehead, and then her like helmet gun charm. Yeah. And so you can buy all three of those at the same time versus like buying them separately. But if you already have like certain pieces of it, then you get a discount on the whole thing. And so they just trying to get creative with how they're like dropping loot and everything like that. And the, the stuff that you could pay for. So mm. that okay. makes it kind of cool. Cool. But yeah, nothing too crazy. Mirage, like you mentioned earlier, has been reworked. So we've been seeing rumors Man, about this and, and suggestions for how to. To do, to redo his ultimate, and mm-hmm. they're finally doing it. So, yeah, number you can one, control you can control this stuff, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. So, how does that work? Like, does it still run off in one direction, but you can juke left and right, making it move, or how do yeah, you actually so, control it? Yeah, so so what it? happens is like you you ping them out the same way that you usually do, mm-hmm. but you have the option to let him do whatever he wants to do, or you can control them. So on the D pad, you hit down, and he'll do it. He'll mimic everything that you do. So if you're aiming down sight, he's aiming down sight. He's literally it looks like there's a second player on the map. Huh. So if you're jumping, he's jumping. You're climbing, he's climbing. He's doing everything that you're doing. And it like really adds to that psych out ability, but then he can get shot down and you can send another one out and uh, do it. But you can't send from, two at the same time. So you can be there, have your Mirage shot at and send one out from his location or from your own no, location? No, from, from your location okay. again. So you can use two of them, but if you use the second one, the first one that you sent out disappears. Gotcha. So yeah, so you get two psych outs two of the psych outs and you can control one of them that's cool and then yeah it's dope it's dope i've seen like i temp and jenks play with them and it's like man dude like it, if because it, before it, it it's gets, pretty obvious it which mirage is the player yeah. it's the yeah. one that's not running in a straight line mm-hmm. exactly know? but now you really don't know because he his movement is completely just like yours so there's a lot of people playing with mirage now a lot of people playing with him because he is like essentially almost better uh then well obviously he's better than what he was before yeah and then now he doesn't go um invisible with his ultimate anymore and you remember when they had like the dummy day and all that stuff so like now it's like multiple different mirages and they do exactly the same thing that you do so so the ultimate is the same as the uh as the tactical but there's like five of you five or six of you so and you literally and they copy everything that you do are you always in the center though because i feel like that could be an issue Because if they no. always know you're in the center of the group of people, then it's gonna no. But like, how are they gonna know? Like, once you once you do your thing, you're you know you're you're mirage, and there's so many of them that look just like you. So you're running in different directions, and they're all copying your movement. So yeah. it makes it harder to figure out who is who. Yeah. So that alone is like pretty legit. Uh, and then uh, when you're like resin people or, or using a respawn, that people, was also cloaks. another big thing too. Yeah, dude, he cloaks. So like now you're resin somebody and they can't see you. Yeah. And it's like, what the fudge? Like, that's OP as hell. Yeah. You're going <laughs> like, to have to, like, oh, shoot oh, all around the respawn beacon dude, to try but and like, you. But, but, like, even when you're resin, like, in the open, like, it, like you don't see them. Oh, no. Because both of you are cloaked at that point. Both of you? Yeah, you and the person, like, Mirage and the person that's getting resin no. is cloaked. Yeah, so, like, you can't no. see them until they're up. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. No. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. But he's I, visible I, until he gets there. Then you he, both cloak. Yeah, yeah. Once you're like, once you're in the act of cloaking, uh, once you're in the act of reviving, you're cloaked, so That's, they can't see you. That is nuts. It's insane. So it's does insane. it? So I thought it was a respawn beacon. Does it work on the respawn beacon? It, it, it works on that too. Yeah. Wow. So respawn beacon and cloaking, uh, and revin, resin. So. Yeah. Wow. It's, it, That's it's nuts. That is nuts. nuts. Nuts, 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 nuts. So nuts. that that's gonna make him so much better, so much better, and so much more playable than what he was. So, yeah, that's pretty dope. 
And then the last thing I picked here was just caustic. The gas no longer slows teammates, and traps yeah. can't be triggered from the other sides mm-hmm. uh, yeah. of a door. Yeah, that's going to change a lot of, uh, like, you trying to rush people now. So, like, they put the gas traps in front of a door, and then you open, you get close to the door, then it gets triggered. Yeah. Now you got to actually physically open the door and then get triggered. So that's going to make people push a little bit harder. And then once you're actually in there, it, it makes the tactical a little bit better for caustic, actually. Yeah. Because, like, obviously, if you put a gas trap by a door, somebody's not going to go in there with the gas going off. So, right. like... You want you them to go wait. in there and then get hit with the gas. Right. So I think that that kind of helps out a lot for a caustic plus teammates not being slowed down is amazing as well. Yeah. So do they still have the impaired vision in the fog? Uh, yeah, but you you're not slowed though, so you're okay. not you're not a a sitting that's, that's, a sitting rat at that point. Fair. So yeah. Okay. It's, it's better, but it's you know it's still it still is what it is. So, so those are just the things that I've noticed. Is there anything else that I'm missing? I know there's like they reworked a bunch of the weapons and uh, tweaked some yeah. of the abilities here and there, but yeah, like so. Uh, one more thing, I guess. One another thing that that's kind of crazy is the fact that gold shields don't heal fast anymore. Really? Yeah. So I guess what they, they were saying was like, uh, so instead of it healing fast, it gives you double whatever. So like a syringe is fifty percent health instead of twenty five percent health now, and okay. then a shield, a little shield cell is fifty percent, like two, two notches instead of one, okay. uh, for the shield. So that makes it that makes it better, and then also that makes it kind of crazy for Lifeline. It kind of makes Lifeline a little bit more OP too because she already has fast heal. Right. So. So then she's gonna fast heal with. So she's gonna fast heal with fifty percent now. So it makes her better. So That's that. Yeah, so that's kind of cool now. So, like, now there's, like, a little bit more of a perk to play with Lifeline now. On uh, top of that, you get to open up the bins and get the extra bin compartment. The extra loop. Now, when did that actually start? Because I know they were going to do that, but I thought that was going to be something introduced with Season 5. What, the bin? Yeah, the extra the, loot. Oh, that was, la- that was last season. Last that season. was last season. Okay. Yeah, but they they reworked it. So, like, uh, knockdown shields are no longer coming out of those. Uh, yeah out of those bands so like you can a little bit better loot now uh so there's a little bit more of a perk to play with lifeline but lifeline now is a little bit more viable as well this season because she still has fast heals oh shoot you so. know what let me look here stall for a second for me while i pull this up i want to see what did they do to revenant in season five did they tweak anything with him he was kind of like a uh uh they they tweaked him last season to make him better um so uh, they Wasn't, he increased. was introduced last season in season. Yeah, four. but they they fixed they they reworked him at the end of the season. Okay. Uh, so like they gave him two of the the silences. Okay. Uh, and it affects it a little bit longer. And then I forgot they got rid of low profile for him. Um, so Revenant didn't really get too much of a change. What, this is, season. what, is, they did what change did low profile season. do? That's just the way that he's standing. It, just, is it, it made it made him harder to hit. So why would they get rid of that? Uh, well, because he was low profile. So. Uh, you know, like low profile characters when they they have different movement mechanics than like regular characters. So like, uh, okay. uh, so they have like an increase of like uh, damage. I think it was like a five percent increase in in shots. Yeah. So they got rid of his low profile. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really so, seeing anything here. Yeah, yeah. They didn't they didn't do too many changes to him though. This is interesting though. Pathfinder his his grapple was a little more than doubled. Uh, no, they 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 uh they nerfed him. Actually. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he it was a 15 percent or a 15 second cooldown on his grappling hook. Now it's 35 seconds. Yeah, that's because a little more than Pathfinder, doubling the Pathfinder length. Was, Pathfinder was too mobile for a lot of gunfights, so they're trying to make him a little bit. Uh, they're nerfing him a little bit so that that's, he can be. That's a hard yeah. nerf. That's yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people are gonna gonna hate that, but it's just making that's gonna make his pick rate drop a little bit. But like, if you got, um, uh, I mean, if you if you know how to move around and you got a little bit more skill, then it's not gonna really affect. But it's kind of you know, Pathfinder was a little bit too OP, uh, for for movement. Their their designer note says here, given the power of quick positioning in Apex, being able to use Pathfinder's grappling hook Mm -hmm. multiple times in a fight is a little bit too Mm -hmm. powerful and muddies the combat legibility. And that makes sense. Like, just being able to use that once during an engagement is enough, but being able to do it twice and kind like you know, yeah, yeah, you're totally outclassing everyone. But the thing is, you can use Mirage's ultimate now twice in the fight because it, his his, uh, his recharge rate is not not that crazy. Yeah. 
so he is going to be one of the op one of the op characters uh during all of this so oh good for that's him. good for that's going to be that's going to be interesting and then uh they made uh octane's cooldown uh 60 seconds yeah instead of 90 seconds now, so you can use a, a that's good because that, that ultimate kind of stinks it's a big yeah, stinker yeah. in my book yeah but so his it, passive his passive makes him so much better than a lot of other legends though because yeah. he just generates health without needing it. So yeah. uh, so I mean, yeah, so it, it's a little bit better. And then they 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 nerfed Gibby a little bit too. Yep. Uh his dome shield is 12 seconds instead of 18 seconds, so that's cool. I dig it. Yeah, just little minor nerfs. There were I didn't really see anything else too crazy. Those were just like some of the main things I wanted to uh, touch on. There's like a lot of hidden hidden like map changes and stuff like that. Um that you'll just have to like see when it goes on. Uh like I know one thing is that um they added more trees uh to, to the maps uh for, to King Canyon so that you know like you're not out in the open too much anymore. So right. that's like a, a, another change. So they kind of changed the landscape in a little bit, but other than that is still um, there's a lot of hidden stuff in there that you got to just look and try to find. I suppose so. we could mention this too. For those of you that are curious, the season five fully kitted gold weapons are going to be the longbow, hemlock, spitfire, evade, and yeah. RE45. Yeah. Also, the, the mastiff is in the rotation now for gun drops, and then the peacekeeper is a care package weapon now. Really? Yeah. Because the peacekeeper was too, too crazy. So, huh. yep. <laughs> so it, 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 it's ridiculous because the peacekeeper i started to really really uh start to like that gun a little bit towards the end of last season yeah and well actually the past two seasons i started to like it a little bit more but they uh they changed it they changed it and added it to the to the hot drops now so the mastiff is regular a regular gun though but they they nerfed it they nerfed it compared yeah. to like what it was when reduce damage per pellet reduce headshot multiplier increase the the blast radius Reduce yeah. the rate of fire, reduce the projectile size. So, okay, interesting. Yeah, it's still crazy though. It's still powerful. It's still powerful. I will say, but yeah, it's not. It's not as powerful as it was. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. That's that's it. Now, that's it for uh, the crazy apex stuff. Now, Brandon, what's up? This is the moment we've been waiting for our whole lives. Okay. We have gonna... contemplated this multiple times. Throughout the length of uh, time I've known you, I know mm -hmm. everybody's been clamoring for us to discuss this. Okay. I want to have the debate once and for all. Who is the better Sony mascot, Crash Bandicoot or Spyro? Go. Ooh. What is your yeah. thoughts? Oh man, uh, I would just say Crash off the off the 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 strength of his character. Uh, I love Spiral though, because Spiral was like he was the poster child, like when when Sony first came out. I would yep. say, uh, but Crash is the one that people love the most because he has the most games. I think right, like, he's got the jeans. Yeah. He's not wearing a shirt. He's got the big droopy nose, <laughs> the droop droop as they yeah, call it. But, but but Crash Bandicoot was actually a pretty cool uh, cool mascot too because they actually made like real life costumes for Crash right. too. So Dude, uh, I, I remember him like busting through like the Kool-Aid <laughs> man, busting through walls and commercials and stuff like that. Like I used to be, oh, dude, this is crazy. Like when, when like That's the actual. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I love Spyro though. Spyro is a cool looking like character and everything like that. But obviously Crash Bandicoot will take the take the win just off the rip that he has more. Uh, so more you games. say that Spyro was the poster child for Sony when they first came out. But did you know? That Crash's first game came out two years before Spyro's first game. Really? Yeah. <laughs> now, what is your history with these games? Have you? How many of them have you played? How long did you play them? When did you drop out? Man, dude, I, I had the very first PlayStation, the one that you got on display in the back, and I didn't really play Crash too much. Or I played Spyro more than I played Crash, and then I played Crash Team Racing back in the day. Okay. Um, but I was more of a Mortal Kombat person. Like that was my my thing uh, with with Sony, because uh, that's what my dad liked and my family. Yeah. They liked fighter games, Street Fighter stuff like that. Um, but I just recently got into Crash a little bit more, um, just because I got Crash Team Racing and all that good stuff. But yeah. Um, it's a cool lore. It's like yeah. stupid, silly stuff, you know? Yeah, just stupid games, like stupid villains, crazy, crazy looking graphics and cartoon effects and stuff like that. But I like Spyro a lot. Yeah. I think I play Spyro more than I play Crash. Really? Yeah. See, now this is interesting because I 
played more Crash than I did Spyro. Hmm. So for me, when I started, it was from that little demo disc I had. And yeah, had exactly. Crash exactly. 2 on it. <laughs> so that was, I'm like, ah, cool. So then I bought Crash 3, then I bought Crash 2. I never mm-hmm. played Crash 1 until it was remastered on PS4. Uh, but I, I remember like renting Crash Team Racing back in the day and... You know, it, that's like as far as the core games go. That's that's all sure. I experienced. I never played Crash Bash at all. That's like a Mario Party for Crash. Uh, I never played that either. Yeah, never heard of it until just now. So I I made like a little chart here, kind of putting up all the games right next to one one another. <laughs> I'll so, see. So Spyro had its original trilogy. Crash had its original trilogy. Mm-hmm. So there was Spyro the Dragon, Ripto's Rage, and then Year of the Dragon. Were the sure. three original ones, right? Did you play all of those? Man, what it's been so you... long. I know I played. I know I played them, and I know I had like the demo disc with them on there. But I can't honestly be like I remember those games like from the back of my my from the top of my head. I can't remember like how any of those games ended because I wasn't that really. Uh, I wasn't that big into uh, those games back in the day. Yeah. So I I can't really I can't really preach on those. Like I played weird weird games. Uh, like back in the day and most of them were like demo disc games too so yeah as as we all did yeah what what about spyro called out to you what you know why what what drew you to because i've played them and usually end up getting lost in some big field and i don't know where to advance i just like the fact that he was a little dragon dude like i i just thought he was cool you got all the bigger droopy dragons going around yeah yeah i just i thought it was cool like the the like it reminds me of like a ratchet and clank type of deal you know like just stupid stupid cartoon stuff going through uh going through like different maps and everything like that you're interacting with villains and stuff so, so i mean like crash and spiral were essentially almost the same game yeah yeah they're very similar yeah spiral was more of like a like a mario 64 kind of open world platformer where okay. crash was more like linear um yeah. mario 3d land type where you're just you're in a 3d space going down a path you know yeah i, I would say they were almost the same to me what what kind of villains did spiral have I'm just dragons like in crash you were fighting it was uh cortex you were always going after him and his minions yeah i don't i really don't remember are they just generic <laughs> dragons like is there is there an overarching uh, dragon story to it like dude i let me let me look because i don't i really don't remember i remember like fighting like little little minions like they had like all these games had minions and stuff like that and i remember that you talk like like a little firefly or something like that yeah um, like a navi looking knockoff yeah dude what are what are the villains let's spiral villains see Cause i uh yeah so you play like like different dragons like so the viral the uh, dinosaur looking crazy looking things yeah we're the villains on spiral so. See, I'm looking at the list of Crash characters, and you you know you got uh, the Doctor Neo Cortex, you mm-hmm. have Doctor Engine, Engine, get it? Like an engine for a car, Engine. Yeah. Yeah. I just like how they have all Tiny the Tiger. He's this big, muscular, ripped tiger, and he's tiny. You know. Yeah. I always thought this stuff was cool. Just like all the yeah. little cool names. I remember opening up my little game cases and flipping through, like reading about each little boss. I remember for like Crash 2, I think they did that. Um, it's just crazy. I hear so did you play anything past the PlayStation 1 games? No. Nah. was that where it died? That's kind of where it died because I became an Xbox uh, player after that. Uh, essentially, like I got an Xbox and I just started to get into um, – to like the first person shooter games and the different stuff like fusion frenzy was like a, a game that i played on xbox it was similar to like a mario party but it was like way better and you just kept uh, evolving from there yeah so i i had xbox then 360 and then um after 360 uh i went to playstation 4 so yeah it was kind of interesting putting these two side by side because they kind of went through the same thing you know crash ends up having like four more games over his lifespan than Spyro did, with another game coming later this year, supposedly. Who knows? Maybe mm-hmm. COVID got it. But yeah. So after the PS1, they both went into like this second phase where they spread out to all the different systems. You know, they were on everything okay. GameCube, Xbox, PlayStation, Game Boys. So there was a number of games. Yeah, I, didn't even, I didn't even realize that. 
Yeah, so like Spyro had uh, 2001, 2002, two games came out, 2003, 4, 5. There was Season of Ice, Season of Flame, Enter the Dragonfly, Attack of the Rhino, Rhinox, mm-hmm. um, Cortex Conspiracy, A Hero's Tale, Shadow Legacy. That was something that I thought I was an expert on Crash. And yeah. putting this list together, I noticed I missed some games somehow, like weird mm-hmm. mobile, you know, BS, but it reminded me of a game on here that is on both lists: Crash Purple, Ripto's Rampage, and Spyro Orange Cortex Conspiracy. Now I don't know hmm. if that rings any bells, no. but the villains are crisscrossed for those games. So really? in Spyro Purple, Ripto's Rampage, you're fighting the bad guy from Spyro. And in Spiral Orange, Crash. because Crash is orange, you're fighting Cortex. Cortex's conspiracy. I do remember that. Those actually. Were, were game, <laughs> I, do, yeah. I do. I do remember that. So they were on were the these, Game Boy, and they were, were side scrollers. Were these games made by the same people? The same I believe so. Developers? Yeah, I think it was made by Activision, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah it definitely was. Same. I remember that much because the graphics are literally the same. And as you were playing the games, because I remember, I thought it was so cool. I had to buy one of each. And you would get to a cutscene, and you would just see the cutscene from the other point of view. So you'd like, I forget what happened, but it was like you're on a mine cart, and you'd come up to a, like a ravine or something, and crashes on one okay. side and spirals on the other. And from the other game, it's just flipped, you know, and it was uh, different. Time. <laughs> okay, no, I I do remember. Uh, I remember like the commercials having both Crash and Spiral in it too. I was wrong. I guess it was developed by Vicarious Visions, but still. Okay. Those Whatever. games were fun. Whatever. Um, and then after that, so oddly enough, they've been following the same exact path. The end of the PlayStation 1 was in 2000 for both Crash and Spyro. Then 2001, they both spread everywhere. Then mm-hmm. 2006 and 2005 for Spyro, they ended their legacy and both got a revamp. And okay. then they both died after mm-hmm. the revamp. Yeah. I think it was just because there was starting to be more and more games for both uh, both consoles at that time. For yeah, both, uh, I, both I think studios. people just kind of lost interest. They at that point, you know, I I didn't even know these games existed for Spyro, A New Beginning, Eternal Night, Dawn of the Dragon. I was looking up a little bit of you know pictures and stuff, and I I've never seen them yeah. before, so it, that was kind of sure. interesting. I did play a lot of the Crash games. I would say ninety percent of these games I played. And I liked yeah. all of them, but the remakes were completely different. You know, it revolved more around controlling mutants and putting masks on other guys to control them instead of playing as Crash. So that kind of changed things up. But gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm not an expert on uh, on either one of these. I just remember like my childhood had both of these games in them, and I just like playing them. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I will be the first to admit I wasn't a, a really really big game hit like back in the back in the day. Yeah. Uh, I, hey, I wasn't either. I liked crazy. I liked yeah. games. I didn't have games. So yeah, exactly. Like you could we, only we play like so much. Super duper poor. <laughs> right. So super poor. So demo disc like got me through my life for yeah. the most part until I was able to start buying my own stuff, uh, which is re- really recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so all right well that's it so what do we decide we're gonna say crash is the better mascot yeah we're, we're gonna go with crash uh just okay. off the rip because people still have this affinity towards him but spiral still has his fanboys too yep so we'll have to revisit this topic later and maybe sure. put them all up against each other because playstation sure. keeps flip-flopping with their mascots they got all kinds of guys so we'll oh, see yeah. from the playstation one generation we can agree uh crash is better We'll move into PlayStation 2, figure out for that, for 3, for 4, and then maybe one day we'll throw them all in a big fight against each other and see who comes out on top. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get this I know, list beforehand because I I need to do some research cuz I feel like I I feel like there's so many different games that I've missed and so many different things that I'm not like fully educated on as far as like these different games because like there are so many different games that came off of all of these platforms mm-hmm. and it's hard for me to It like, gets just, it gets interesting when we go to PlayStation yeah. 2 and 3 because then I think the idea of the mascots changed a little bit like would God of War be considered a mascot? 
He was pretty I, popular. He was a major I mean, he character. Was definitely popular. De- real big player. But like, there are so many other different PlayStation Two games that yeah. I mean, yeah, PlayStation Two games that came out that would be uh, that could that you could put them head to head with. You know, Assassin's like, Creed came out during those times too. Yeah, you but could even cross platform PS Two. You could even technically throw in Sly Cooper. That was a PlayStation guy. I've never played you know, that. I never have either, but I know he was, you know, so where does he fit in? I feel like Kratos would maybe go above him because at that yeah. generation, they were kind of getting over those kind of kinds of games. But yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to, I'll have to we'll literally see. sit down and look and do a deep dive and like what, what exclusives were for that console generation and everything like that. And, yeah. And go off of like how they were trying to. I do remember a lot of Kratos commercials, though. Uh, we'll, we'll revisit this, and maybe we can yeah. do come up with a big list for all the PlayStation generations sure, as sure, we move sure. into PS5. And may try to predict who's going to be the PlayStation 5 mascot. Uh, Dude, maybe I'm, I'm going to go off a limb and say that Xbox is probably going to win this this console war. I'll, I'll be 100, 100% with you. They're making a lot of good moves. 100%. That is going to be really hard for PlayStation to combat. I'll say that. Yeah. So we'll see. All right, guys, that's it for the show this week. If you have something you want us to talk about, make sure to leave a question on the latest episode of Two Bros, One Cast. Until next time, if you liked the video, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you want to help support the channel, check out my Patreon at Grouchy Gus Plays. Until next time, Brandon, take it away. Hey, you guys, thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate the views, the ones that we do get, and we appreciate the faithful, uh, the faithful watchers of the show. So... Appreciate y'all. I give a quick shout out to my boy Ray. Uh, he he watches the show, gives us feedback on that, let, lets me know what he thinks of it. He he is yep. a, a big fan of the podcast now, so that's Sweet. that's cool. That's cool. Just you got to tell Ray the next time he takes pictures of us on his TV, <laughs> he's got to put some socks on. All right. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He said, "I gotta cut my toenails." Yeah. Oh Ray, Ray Ray's a cool dude, man. Ray, he's gonna Ray, come on. Ray. He's gonna come on the podcast one day. That's dude, fine. One day. Hey, that's so, the beautiful thing about this Discord thing. We just add yeah, people in. A hundred percent. I can't wait in. for this quarant- I can't wait for quarantine to be over so we yep. can have I went, people into it. Side note, I didn't mention this earlier. I bought all the wood today and the paneling for the podcast set. I, so I did see you put that I on just have, I just have yeah. to put it up, screw for all sure. the wood in, then I'm going to put up the paneling and then just finish up the set and we're ready to go. Sounds good, dude. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, thanks for having me. Until next <laughs> Until time, we'll see you later. Goodbye.